Welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag, and thanks to our supporting partner, Aura. Now, my guest this week is Nick Trudgett. Nick is the ANZ and APEC General Manager for our friends at Gatekeeper Systems. Now, hard to believe, but over 35 years sales experience, the last 22 in multiple roles within the retail security industry focusing specifically on loss prevention solutions, deployment, and their management. Um, he has had executive roles at Cartronics, Checkpoint Systems, Cartronics then in Australia, and Gatekeeper Systems Australia, where he is now. Nick, welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. It's Friday evening here. Hi, Paul. Absolutely. It could be <laughs> any of the above anywhere in the world. So Anywhere um, in the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, look, first off, um, for those that don't know Gatekeeper, it is a very well-known name but give me a little rundown on the business well gatekeeper you know it was founded in 1998 um on the principles of innovation quality and service um, and 25 years later you know we've got 5 million trolleys globally in 51 countries 47 of the top 50 retailers are protected by one of our integrated solutions and those solutions are really around loss prevention operational management and analytics with a goal of being invisible and unobtrusive to customers while they're clearly providing a return on investment. Um, you know, the founding solution was shopping trolley retention. And collectively today, we have about 15,000 car control systems globally. Uh, and the most recent solution, Percheck, which is quickly catching up with over 5,000 uh, globally. So it's uh, a growing business. Uh, my goodness me, those numbers are, uh, are huge, aren't they? I love the 47 out of the 50. So clearly somebody's got a job to get those missing three. <laughs> Oh, definitely, definitely. Hmm. And we've got one of those here. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Oh, no pressure then, Nick. So, obviously, general manager, uh, but where do you fit into the mix? What's your role within the, the sort of the gatekeeper business? What does your day to day look like? Yeah, I mean, I'm general manager, director of Gatekeeper in Australia, uh, which obviously is a subsidiary of Gatekeeper Inc. Um, I manage that business across Australia and New Zealand. And of course, as you mentioned, up into Asia, you know, we're starting to really penetrate into Asia now, which is great. Uh, And as you said, I've been in the uh, security industry for well over 22 years with Cartronics, with Checkpoint, uh, and obviously uh, Gatekeeper most recently. You know, I immigrated down here to uh, Australia in uh, 2011 and really Never look back you know it's a it's a great place to live mm. and and i have to say you know the push outs it's what you know gatekeeper yeah it's the term it's what people maybe know for you but you know is it still a big issue for for retailers you know are, are your clients seeing big successes are the other numbers rising or is it sort of uh you know moved in a different different area from the the crime perspective well, yeah, I mean, good question, Paul. I mean, you know, we've been best known for our per check here in Australia uh, for the last few years. And, you know, that behavioural solution that we have, you know, 24-7, last line of defence, we call it, um, is, you know, it's coupled with a near elimination, the chances of direct confrontation and injury to team members, you know, which unfortunately we see here far too often. And I know it is uh, globally and it's and it's increasing. And, you know, the per check footprint is being expanded here across a number of national retailers. And I say here in Australia, and in New Zealand. Uh, and since we last spoke, those programs have grown uh, 
quite a quite a bit you know those expand the expansion of those solutions across these brands you know demonstrates a return on investment it's highlighting a relatively undetected level of theft uh, which is identified as a root cause uh, a root uh, cause of that high uh, percentage of unknown loss that big unknown loss figure within retail and you know in the main when our retail partners adopt the purchase solution they are absolutely astonished with the level of push out that occurs and it's unknown you know they just don't know it's uh, happening you know and when, when it's managed correctly the system has identified you know in australia an average value of 477 dollars per push out in new zealand it's slightly higher at about 520 you know but we've seen push outs in excess of you know fifteen hundred dollars in one go um which you know takes a lot of sales for a retailer to recoup that um you know and just as an example in the last four months we've had over 400 confirmed push outs in the new zealand market alone so it's uh you know a big 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 uh product you know and, and a it, solution and a problem you know yeah and it's interesting you know those you, you it, it is unknown isn't it you know that kind of um and you know we spoke before we came on air about the fact that it can often be regular customers or you just don't know you know what's happening i mean those those numbers are huge and i guess people are maybe focusing in other areas but you're right de-escalation I, i've seen some of the videos uh that you guys have got of sort of i mean these are these are huge trolleys and it's just it's so blatant that it almost seems yeah. hard to comprehend that somebody's just walking out with such big values yeah i mean it's interesting because you know when when we really started to discuss per check here down in you know the anz uh, region you know and um, we were talking more about the 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 way the flexion occurs when per check is using moves from one side to the other and you know we had some skeptics that no no that won't happen that won't happen but you know the original phenomenon was identified by a Professor Adrian Beck many, many moons ago in his uh, paper, Controlling Trolley Push-Out Thefts. And basically deflection occurs. So when you put a per-check system into a store, you get this sort of golden period of three, four weeks where you get these all these thefts occur, and then it tails off to very few. So your organized crime, your, you know, your professional, I call professional opportunist thieves, have decided to go to the softest target down the road to the other retailer. Or even, you know, in a case we had in New Zealand where a retailer focused their installations in one area and it shifted, the theft shifted to their the other side of the city. You know, so uh, now they're installing into those ones. So it is a great uh, thing that it actually sort of deflects it somewhere else. So if as a retailer adopts per check across their entire estate it's only got one place to go and that's to their competitors which you know plays a benefit to everybody you know yeah it is a really interesting one isn't it it's i guess as a as a as a strategy for a criminal you know it shows how attractive push outs are because you know you get a a a, a lot of product in one go your buck. yeah bang for your buck yeah and, and you even get a nice convenient vehicle to take it outside to your vehicle as well. So, you know, it, it's... Um, <laughs> unless I think, I think unless it's got our paired is... wheel system on it. And then if we stop and run at the door, set the alarms off, we've got a video that we can, you know, essentially uh, subject to the uh, the client, we can share that on the Aura system, on the Aura platform as well. You know, so we're stopping it right there and then and highlighting it. And of course, organised crime will always try and find that softer target and they'll try that easy one. And, you know, we see regulars do it. You know, we see regular people do this thing and then suddenly they disappear off the planet. They suddenly stop. Now, your organized crime, your professional retail thief doesn't stop. They go elsewhere. They find a softer target. So it's a, yeah, it's a very interesting one. You know? Now, 
I've also heard you use this term, the sort of misappropriation of shopping trolleys, the environmental impact that you're sort of stopping as well. And obviously there's a subsequent hit on a retailer's bottom line, sustainability credentials, if trolleys are found abandoned. Is this the new hot topic driving conversations? Is this running in tandem with the, it's, with the it's an interesting one because, you know, as I mentioned right at the beginning, Gatekeeper was founded on the principles of trolley containment. That's where it all started back in 1998, stopping a trolley at the boundary of the store, you know, and stopping them being taken home from the, the car park. Um, and then that remains one of our core solutions, um, obviously coupled with benefit using the same smart wheel that we have. But over recent years, as sustainability becomes, you know, a top item agenda across retailers and and their sort of market uh, market brand image you know we're seeing a resurgence of trolley retention systems you know here down in new zealand you know the misappropriation of trolleys is on the agenda and uh, especially as legislations change such as new south wales where you know allowing councils now to fully charge a retailer for every trolley they go and pick up and i'm sure there are councils out there i won't name them that are actively going and finding trolleys because it is a sort of a cash cow you know but you know one of the things i really you know you really got to remember about australia is you know we have a very different retail model to other regions around the world to the uk to to uh, to the us you know we put all of our supermarkets in shopping malls, in the main, a lot of them are there. And, and this has a big impact on the number of trolleys a retailer actually needs. So due to abandonment, you know, and, and trolley bays around centre car parks, there's a need for a larger number of trolleys to be able to keep the trolley bays full at the front of the store for customers to use. You know, so they increase their fleet volumes to ensure that they don't have that trolley availability, you know, for their customers, because obviously people go into a shopping centre here, grab a shopping trolley and spend the day with the trolley, but not in the shop that you've taken the trolley from. Uh, you know, so retailers have to buy more and more trolleys, which is a financial cost. It's a direct impact to sustainability. But, you know, more importantly, you know, when you're looking at trolley loss out in the, the neighborhoods, you know, uh, you can track trolleys, of course you can, and you can go and find them, but you're obviously, you're having to pay someone to do it. You've got the carbon footprint of costs and fuel and all those sort of things to go and collect them, you know, and if you keep them on site, you know, you've got less chance of them obviously getting out. Some do, of course, but, you know, less chance of that uh, misappropriation of the trolleys, you know, and one of the key things is you don't get so much maintenance. Because if the trolley stays within the car park of the shopping centre, it's not going to get damaged and broken and destroyed like they do when they get out and go in the creeks and all these sort of things, you know. So overall, you know, if you can keep your trolleys on site, keep them collected correctly, you can reduce the amount of trolleys that you actually have to have at a site. Therefore, that has big implications, you know, down the line, you know, reduction in collection costs, you know, having to employ additional team members and tractors to scour the streets for abandoned trolleys, you know, and you're not buying so many trolleys, therefore you're impacting your capital expenditure, reducing your sustainable footprint on, on, the, on the globe and moving trolleys around and things like that. So, you know, overall, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's become a very important uh, thing here that sustainability uh, and trolleys is, is key. And, you know, and one of the other things that, you know, a lot of people don't think about, you know, you, you look at any shopping trolley, Paul, it's got some of the branding name all over it. And that's sitting out there in the neighborhood, littering the neighborhood, it's your brand and retailers spend millions of dollars a year on their brand image and there it is it's out in the neighborhood um just abandoned so you know there's a lot of factors there that uh, come into play of why trolley retention is starting to come back onto the scene yeah you're sort of a uh, technological sheepdog really aren't you in terms of uh you know herding them all in the right but you, you, you're correct 
you know, the the brand impact, you know, people will all say, oh, it's uh, it's not just a shopping trolley. You know, it's a it's a Woolies shopping trolley that's been abandoned on the on the green or, oh, it's, you know, or a Drake's or whatever. Yes, yeah, it's, it can be anybody. And, you know, uh, trolley, uh, the people that do that misappropriation don't care what, what type of trolley or whose it is. They just want something to carry their goods home because, you know, they don't want to use these two things and carry some bags. Mm. You know, so it, it is a because I mean, our, our firm belief is keep them on site then you reduce a lot of that, uh, you know, commercial impact, cost, and obviously your sustainable credentials being tarnished, let's call it, you know? Excuse me. And you mentioned the uh, sustainability side. It's fascinating. And the reason I picked up on it is you've gone and got yourself shortlisted in the Australian Fraud Awards, but in the retail risk sustainability category. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. You know, congratulations on that. But Thank that you. does really show a little bit of the shift, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I mean, obviously, we were nominated by one of our longest standing retail partners, you know, who has well over 200 cart retention systems here in Australia, you know, and they understand the importance of keeping them on site rather than going out and trying to find them. And obviously, the uh, uh, the condition they come back in, let's call it that, you know, so, I mean, I would say, you know, on average, probably 95% of trolleys leaving the site are stopped by the cart retention uh, system. Daily street runs are reduced, collection costs are reduced fuel, wages, you know, all of these add up to a greater sustainable model. And of course, there is, of course, that brand image piece that we mentioned uh, a moment ago. You know, so I mean, we're very pleased that we've been nominated and, you know, hopefully maybe the best solution win on the day. I know there's some stiff competition there, um, but yeah, hey, we'll have a, an enjoyable evening, I'm sure. Yeah, and, the, and the, the good and the great of Australian retail are coming together 29th of February. We've got a, a spare day, a free day this year. So we're making use of it with the Retailers Sydney conference and the awards gatekeeper team quietly confident looking forward to the uh, the day and the night are we well i mean obviously looking forward to the glitz and the glamour of that evening i'm gonna go and dust off the uh, tuxedo and stuff um and, and obviously some great um some comedy hopefully from nazim hussein you know he's uh he's, he's well well known down here you know so looking forward to that so should be as good as last year if not better well, just as an aside, I think uh, I saw something like uh, 260, might even be 270 people booked in and still going. So, uh, yeah, we uh, uh, we keep putting strain on the venue, asking for more tables to be squeezed in. But, hey, we'll take those problems. Yeah, should be should be very yeah, good. Night. I mean, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a couple of spare seats on my table at the moment. So if anyone's out there looking for a, a, a seat. By all means, uh, contact retail risk. I've got a couple there for you. There, there you go. We can. I'm sure we can. Uh, we can help with that. We've got uh, a barrage of people wanting to go. So you're going to be with us during the day, at retail risk Sydney. Also, with your uh, smiling faces, and uh, you'll be able to talk to people about. Uh, about what's going on. Have we got some videos uh, running on a loop as well, Nick? We always like those. We'll, we'll have something there. I mean, obviously, we have to be very careful with video and privacy and all those sort of things and the and the rules and regulations our retail colleagues give us. But, yeah, we'll definitely be there to answer questions around what solutions we have and what we can do in terms of delivering profits and, you know, and overall reducing the impact uh, of abandoned trolleys and, of course, uh, the, uh, the push-up. But I think, you know, underlying one of the uh, most... Uh, uh, questionable things right now about retail risk is what is the colourful jacket going to look like this year, Paul? <laughs> well, there there has been some new jackets purchased in anticipation well for, uh, for for twenty twenty four. So uh, yes, we'll we'll continue that uh, that 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 thread for sure. So twenty twenty four, what's it looking like for for Gatekeeper? Uh, you know, how's it shaping up? But I know you've got uh, you've expanded the team as well. But uh, excited for the year. 
Very excited. I mean, and we, we started that expansion and we're going to be bringing some more heads into the game from a project management perspective, obviously sales uh, and obviously technical as well, because obviously our solutions are heavily technical. So we need some bright people to help manage that and get those delivered. You know, but we continually see uh, a lot of global investment by Gatekeeper across the board. And we're moving into AI connected technology within our two primary solutions. So things are becoming far more intelligent. We're reducing the, the footprint of our systems within a store, which is great. You know, and you know, as long as we can deliver these solutions, we can deliver actionable business intelligence. Uh, you know, our the world's world's our oyster, really. You know, we're really going great guns and you know, more and more of our retail partners are, are joining the journey, you know, and it's, it's it's exciting times, exciting times for us all. Yeah, it's interesting. Every time uh, I get to talk to you, there's always a spring in the step, some new retailers coming online, yeah. you know, things are going great. So um, I wish you uh, every success as you continue to expand uh, on that journey to uh, to global domination. Um, I wish you every success during the day on Retail Risk Sydney um, uh, and also for the awards in the evening. Uh, as you say, you know, best of luck for that. Some great, uh, great people shortlist of it will be a terrific right, night. Good evening. Now, good evening. Nick, it's always uh, a pleasure to talk to you and I will see you in person in the very near future as well. But for now, Nick, thank Simple. you very Take much. Take care and safe journeys down under. Take care.